everybody. Welcome to Peace Love Podcast. I am calling this episode, How to Remove Negativity from Your Life. There are so many situations, people, places, things that can cause negativity in our life, which will only make us feel a lot worse than we already do. And lately, I am really, I'm clapping for myself. Yay, Marnie. Um, I have done seven radio interviews this week. I have, um, I guess I could say I took myself out of the fear of success and decided to go with it. And I am now doing radio, soon to be television interviews, all mental health, recovering from my trauma. It's been absolutely amazing. So I am finally stepping out of my comfort zone and doing what I love to do best, which is basically talking all things mental health. So negative energy. And it's also, there have been studies that it is contagious. So if you took, for example, a piece of fruit and put it next to a rotten fruit, the other fruit will become rotten as well. So what can you do to prevent yourself from talking and engaging with negative people? So we're going to talk about removing negativity and how not to get, um, I get, it's contagious. So you don't want to get the negative spell um, cast upon you. You know, did you, we all, well, a lot of us have watched Saturday Night Live and come on, Debbie Downer, womp, womp. It's the funniest, funniest, one of the funniest sketches. Do you remember, um, my favorite one was with Lindsay Lohan at Disney World with Rachel Dratch. And have you ever spoken to someone and you're like, hey, what's up? You call them and they're like, hey. And you're like, what's going on? Nothing. And you try to talk to them, but it only kind of brings you down. I know that happens for me. So I'm like, okay, um, I have another call. I'll call you back. Or they're, I guess I call them energy suckers. And most people think, okay, well, I have to talk to her. I don't want her to be mad at me. But if they're energy suckers and their their vibe is just not meshing with you, don't engage with it. There are um, a lot of people are sad for justifiable reasons. And a lot of the times, misery loves comfort. So let me complain to you and then we can complain together. No, 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 no complaining. Stop the complaining. So the first thing I suggest is um, social media. Now, I see sometimes it pops up that maybe you could be this person's friend or that person's friend. And I'm thinking if I was their friend, I would have been their friend. And certain people I don't even realize are such bad reminders for me, such yucky, horrible, negative people. So the minute the Facebook people say, be friends with this one, I see their name. I'm like, ooh. So my list of blocks are just, it's probably longer than anybody else that's um, their blocked list. I have so many people blocked because I don't want them looking at me and I really don't want to look at them or hear from them. If just, if it takes away your peace for one second, eh, remove it. Bye-bye. Don't want to see you anymore. And we feel, you know, our boundaries, you know, we feel like we have to do something or have to go somewhere. But you know what? I don't like these people. They, they give me a bad feeling when I'm around them. And I know when I was married, I went so many places I did not feel comfortable. And I went because I didn't want to upset my husband and I felt that's what you have to do. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
you don't have to do anything, anything to protect your peace. I don't care where it is or what you're doing. Like Simone Biles, when she was about to um, perform and do her routine at the Olympics, you can't get better than the Olympics. She was like, no, this is not good for me. This is triggering. I am not going to do it. I mean, come on. I mean, thank you for saying that because the situations that I don't do is nothing is massive or on that kind of magnitude. Protecting your peace is so crucial. You know, we don't get, and we don't get time back. I say that all the time, but now that I am living the healthiest, best life I can live for me, and I'm with my son and we're talking and engaging, and then I think back to the years that I lost, and I say years where I was unable to get out of bed or I couldn't go anywhere or constantly crying, and I will never get those years back. So living in the moment is the healthiest thing, and I, I know I preach it a lot, and sometimes I don't practice what I preach, but I know that if I sit there and dwell over things, I will not be able to enjoy these moments with my children that I already lost. So to live in the here and the now is the most important thing anybody can do. And while you're in the here and the now, if you're people pleasing and doing things you don't want to do, it's not going to give you a happy mood. There was, um, what was it? I think it was a July 4th barbecue or something. And we had, when I was married, we had to go to um, that girl that had made fun of me when I was having social anxiety one day. And she said, Marnie, what's the color of the sky you live in? One of the many, many mean things she said to me. But I remember saying to my husband, I don't want to go there. I don't like her. And he goes, come on, for me. So I did it. Not for me. I did it for him. And that's not staying true to yourself. No matter what it is, if it affects you, for just the slightest bit, do not do it. Please do not do anything you don't want to do. You don't have to do anything. I gave this example to this mom I was coaching and she feels like, I guess because she has um, her kids, you know, her um, middle school boys and her husband and she, um, she was working out. This was one incident and she had um, maybe 10 minutes left to her workout and her husband was calling, when are you going to be home? We're hungry. When are you going to be home? We're hungry. So she left her exercise and the gym and rushed home to feed them. And I said to her, now you're upset because you couldn't finish your workout. And they could have eaten 10 minutes later. You did not have to deprive yourself of what makes you full. And she was like, you know what? You're right. I mean, it's instinctive. For me especially, the people-pleasing because I was never loved growing up and I was abandoned and I had nobody. I went above and beyond with my people-pleasing, not pleasing Marnie or myself, but pleasing everybody else not to make them mad. But what happened inadvertently, I was mad at myself and then I became angry and irritable and it was like this vicious cycle. And it really is the most healthiest thing you can do for yourself. I did an episode a little while ago, a while ago called Boundaries Don't Make You a Bitch because they don't. You don't have to be rude. You didn't have to, like, she didn't have to say to her husband, leave me alone. She could have said, you know, babe, I'm going to be home in just another 10 minutes. I'm running a little bit late. 
and communicate it. That's all. You don't have to be rude. And guys, remember, no is a sentence. I'm sorry, I can't make it. Whatever it is, you have to put yourself first. It's okay to do that because otherwise that resentment just, when you do things for other people and not for yourself, I know for me it ate my kishkas up. You know, just ate my insides up. And let's see. Oh, I know another one. I was thinking of who created or coined that um, phrase spring cleaning because I have a feeling whoever that was was having cabin fever in the winter, probably losing her mind. I don't know why I'm using a girl who coined it. But um, so in the spring, she got rid of everything. Get rid of the clutter. Clean your house out. If there's a broken, if things are broken, get rid of it. If you have plants that are dying, get rid of it. If you have, um, the garage is, is a mess, clean it out. Clean your clothes out that you don't wear. The freeing of your space and opening it up, it just is this satisfying, gratifying feeling just when, like why would you want to look at dead plants and have broken things or the disorganization you know we always say we'll get to it but once you clean everything out it makes you feel so much better and somebody recently asked me about negative energy you know saging of course and naturally there is probably not enough sage in sageville to remove somebody's negative energy but you can try sage and smudge away also Put um, salt, could be Epsom salt, regular salt, in cups in four corners of the room. These are for, you know, some spiritual things. It Open the windows, open the light, open the drapes. Trust me, I, um, I lived in a dark room. I, let, I wouldn't come out from under the covers for weeks. That turned into months. That turned into almost a year. So opening that light and decluttering, I'm telling you people, it works it works it works it works you know um i was laughing because it i remember listening to i forgot her name but if it doesn't bring you joy to get rid of it but i did that during my really depressed times so i got rid of everything little too much i think i took it to a completely different level but you know what the feeling of just the letting the light in and not having piles of clothes or all of that clutter in my garage. I mean, it just, you feel so much better having things organized and not those piles. Because for me, it just makes me even more overwhelmed than the overwhelming feeling I walk around on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Another thing I told somebody, um, stop complaining. Just stop complaining. There are so many things to be grateful for. The fact that you're alive is a remarkable thing because some people right now are taking their last breaths you know um i've mentioned this multiple times during episodes or my life that gosh a handful or too many times where i didn't have a house i didn't have a car i didn't know where my daughter and i when she was three would live at one time so those basic things a roof a car food on your table or family, because not one family member um, would have in, will not talk to me since I am 24 years now. There's no reason why. You can ask them, and they will. There is no answer. 
In fact, my cousin Evan, who is the only person I've spoken to recently, he was like, I can't understand why I was told not to talk to you. He's like, I want to hate you. I don't know why he said that, but he's like, I can't. So um, where was I going with that? Okay, I, this is an example of losing my thoughts. Oh, stop complaining with gratitude, right. So having a family, having a home, or for me, I am so blessed for that. You know, we complain, you know, gratitude's the best attitude. And there is a silver lining on every situation. You, um, what do I usually say? Let, um, hypothetically, you're going, for the, you're leaving for work and your coffee spills on you or your button breaks and we get so mad because we're now backed up and, and we're going to be late. But you know what? That wasn't um, rejection. It's redirection. You're not being punished for being late. You're being prepared for when you are supposed to leave your house. Have you heard, um, even with 9-11, there was somebody who stopped to tie her shoe. She missed the building from that one second. Somebody overslept. So whatever you are doing, whatever path, you know, if you're driving and you get a red light when you're in a rush, you weren't supposed to be there at that moment. So by living in the moment, and I say that so many times, right here, right now, I don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes, and I cannot get those 10 minutes back from 10 minutes ago. Life, I wish we could push rewind, loop, and go back and action, take two, but we can't do that. And for me, I lost out on years in my life. So by living in the moment, and if something doesn't go right, let's say I have an interview scheduled tomorrow and they cancel at the, right, at the last minute. Okay, I wasn't supposed to do that interview. Whatever it is that's supposed to happen, go with the flow. Go with the flow. I know every day may not be good, but I promise you there is something good in every day. When you start to feel yourself getting worked up, we all do. We have, we're humans. We're not robots. You know, if we start, you got to feel it to heal it. Like, why am I agitated? Why am I rushing? And then it's like, slow down. Um, I have to pause, stay present. And okay, um, just feel it to heal it. And staying present is just saying, okay, I'm not going to let myself get worked up over the presentation I'm about to do. Because what if it goes wrong? What if they don't like me? And what if is a yucky, yucky, yucky word? Because what if only sets you up for self-sabotaging? I also tell people, you have, I mean, baby steps, baby steps. When I say be active, I'm not saying to go run a marathon, but baby steps. Just take a small stroll around the block. Go, if things are getting heated up inside and a coworker or somebody in your family is bothering you, don't react. Do not react because you're only going to make yourself miserable by reacting. Just remove yourself. Go outside. We are in control of our emotions. But back to moving your body. Um, I did not leave my house. I, I say that repeatedly because it was so unhealthy. And when I watch myself today, it's like, damn, I've overcome a lot. So I do practice a lot what I preach, which I should because this is my business. Um, when I was under the covers and in a dark room and I finally went to the mailbox, it was huge for me. And then going outside around the block 
And now with my new dog, who's seven months old already, just walking Hershey has been so therapeutical because it forces me to go outside and dancing. Really, it's not about auditioning for Broadway. It's not about having rhythm. It's not doing a marathon aerobic Zumba dance class. Move your body. Nobody's watching you. Put on your favorite um, song. Turn up. Turn it up. Do whatever you have to to just move that body of yours. It gives you this positive, just, it gets your endorphins going. And I never realized how my endorphins were not moving. They were like laying stagnant. And once, again, we're all not dancers. I love dancing. I love zooming. I will dance anywhere. Seriously, I will dance in a park. I will dance in the street. I will dance anywhere. Embarrassing my daughter and son at all costs when I do that, but I just, I just love dancing. And so for me, when a song comes on, I mean, every morning I, this is what I do. It's kind of weird, but, um, well, I am a Fruit Loop in a world of Cheerios. So everything I do is kind of weird. So today's the 25th. So I count to the 25th song on my playlist, whatever comes up, I dance to it. And it really starts your morning, I promise. It truly, truly does. And also, when, how many times have I said, and also, when people are rude and nasty, it's, we want to, of course, be like, um, excuse me. And then you go back and forth, an argument might erupt. And it is so not worth to infest your body. Just try to know it's all about rude people. It has nothing to do with you. So, um, when somebody the other day on the phone was extremely rude to me, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is so hard, but I'm praying for you because rude people do not go around. I mean, happy people do not go around hurting people. And it's just amazing how, I don't know, we all get stuck in this rut. I mean, happiness is truly a choice. It is. We, it's easy to be in the bad mood. It's easy to stay in bed. It's easy. You have to force yourself because we only have this one life to live. That is it. We don't, like I said, there's no rewinds. Bloop. So to allow anything to invade our happy bubble, invade our space, it is not worth it at all. I know on social media, another thing, you got to stop. I'm guilty of this. And years ago, I would compare. How come they have more likes on their picture? It sounds so ridiculous today when I say it, but at the time, it bothered me. How come they're doing that? I'm not doing this. How come when I would compare with my daughter, why is she taking those classes? I couldn't enjoy my wins and my success or my daughter's wins and her success because I was too busy comparing, which is the thief of joy, Brene Brown says, and it's very true. Everyone's journey is different, we don't know what it took for somebody to get where they are. And I was telling somebody on an interview I did the other day, which I love saying, I said like popcorn. When you put the, when you put the kernels in the pan, everyone pop, all the kernels pop at different paces. Pop, 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 pop. It's not one at the same time. So my kernel may be different than your kernel. So it really, you know, it, it made me understand that just being the best version of you and celebrating the small wins. If you got out of bed today and took a shower, good for you because I know how hard that is. 
Ugh, when people would say, ew, you didn't shower for four days? It's like, no, I could barely get out of bed to go to get a glass of water. So celebrate your small wins. You don't have to announce them to anybody. Nobody has to know what's going on in your mind because all you have is yourself. Look in the mirror. I did not think I was worthy. I did not think I could be loved. I didn't think I can have any success. We don't know it at the moment, but I promise you, whatever you're going through, the dots will connect and everything will come full circle. I mean, I look at things now, oh, I was supposed to go through that to let me go through this and to understand. And I don't think many people have have had the horrific life and traumatic life I had. And yet I am here smiling, so happy to be alive, bubbly happy because I am in competition with no one but myself. And it is the most amazing feeling, especially since I started implementing boundaries all the time. No, I didn't feel like walking my dog, for example, the other day. And I said to my daughter, Taylor, I'm like, can you watch Hershey? I mean, can you walk Hershey? And she was, and normally I would, and I know she was comfortable on the couch and I would have done it not to disturb her, but you know what? I didn't want to do it. I had a really bad migraine. So I didn't, um, I don't know. It's just things like that, that you don't have to do anything. If you don't feel up to answering the phone, I, my phone's on silent. Well, it used to be until I started working consistently every day because the ring would give me like, all like jolt me. And, but people would say, how come you didn't call me back? How come you didn't call me back? Well, because sometimes I don't want to talk. It sounds ridiculous. Well, in this world, I don't think anything is ridiculous anymore. But remove yourself. If you're walking to a party, a meeting, well, you can't really leave a meeting. But there, it's just, you can feel those minutes when you're around people, how your body reacts. The negativity that some people exude you can just oh it's gross and I just I'm like I'm out I'm gone whether it's a phone conversation um a group um get together you're meeting for coffee I don't know what it is but there's um just many things that people places or things that can really um upset our negativity and um Like I said, there's a silver lining on every cloud. You don't realize it. Even if you were let go from your job, you weren't supposed to be there. And I know right now it would suck. But if you could realize and understand the universe does have a plan for you, it's not punishment. It's preparation for where you're supposed to be. I know like there were pictures in my house that you were on a table and a whole bunch of frames and I didn't realize you know, there were people in there I no longer want to look at. So just when I removed those pictures a week ago or a few weeks ago, it was like, wow, I don't have to look at that anymore. I don't have to do this. It is the best feeling. Try just a little something where if you're offered to go somewhere, because you don't have to accept every invitation. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter if you're sick, if you're not sick. I'm sorry, I'm not able to make it. And kind of being selfish is the best thing you could do for yourself. Because I know the times I have gone places I did not want to go. I didn't want to go because of my anxiety. I didn't want to go because of too many crowds. But I did it anyway because I wanted to please my husband. And I remember we went to a heat game. I did not want to go. It was just too loud. 
too much stimulation, which is weird because I can go to a Dolphin game, but I didn't want to go to the Heat game that night. And I was so miserable. I was sweating. My heart rate was up. And I was so mad at my husband. And then I was also mad at me. All I could have very easily have said, I'm not able to go tonight. I don't feel like going. And if someone gets mad at me, that's their problem. Because when you love yourself, anything anyone says, it cannot get to you. I mean, I am in this bubble of peace. Sounds weird, but coming from me, it's my normal conversation. But it works. It really works. There is nothing we have to do if it's going to not bring you. If it costs you your peace for one second, it's too expensive. When people, you know, we want to focus on all the bad things. Oh, it's raining. Oh, this, those Debbie Downers. One, don't engage in it because it's just going to infest you like that rotten fruit. Not all the time, but there's been studies shown that negativity is contagious like the cold or COVID or whatever we're going through. And I also tell people to communicate because I know without communicating, I have an imagination that the worst case scenario happens, the worst. So if you could communicate, it's you're not going to have your negative thoughts and what if they're mad at me and I should have gone and questioning yourself. So if I were asked to go to the Heat game today, I would just say, you know, I'm really not into it right now. Even though you don't want anybody an explanation, I would probably just say it's too much stimulation right now. I'm on overwhelm. My anxiety is sky high right now and I'm just not feeling it. What can somebody say? Okay, and if they get mad, that is on them. It is not on you. Even places that remind me of like triggering events, I won't go there. I don't go to Aventura, Florida anymore. If you're from South Florida, which my listeners, like whatever. Um, I cannot go into Aventura anymore. It is just a reminder of everything bad in my life. So I avoid that like the plague. I cannot go into Aventura. I cannot go, there are certain songs that come on the radio that, or my playlist, well, they're gone from my playlist, but if I'm driving, oh, I know what it was, I was in Publix, and I think I talked about this, a song came on, it was either Tiffany or Debbie Gibson, I think we're alone now, that's what it was, Tiffany, and I noticed, all of a sudden, I just, I was like, what, agitated when somebody was next to me, and it was like, feel it, what's going on, (gasps) Now I know why I hate that. It was 1987, which was the worst year of my life. The worst. So now I know why certain songs, certain smells can just put you in a bad mood. So when I pause and when I say feel it to heal it, okay, I feel my body getting tense. I feel myself, my heart starting to race a little bit. What's going on? Oh, okay, that song or talking about something from my past. I'm like, ooh, I don't want to talk about that. Puts me in a bad mood. I don't want to be in a bad mood anymore. I may, again, every day may not be good. We've had some crappy days, but I, every morning and every night, find things to be grateful for. Gratitude is the best attitude. In fact, I think I did um, a podcast on that. Gratitude is the best attitude. Just stop complaining. Focus on all your good, and you will see how the universe does respond. If you're putting out negative energy, oh, this sucks, the universe will be like, okay, you're not ready. But when you appreciate and you just have this feeling of 
pure gratitude, pure, pure gratitude and being grateful for the small things. You will see you will get more than you even asked for, an abundance of things. And guys, just believe in yourself. Um, if I look back at myself six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, I was an utter, complete mess. I didn't stop crying. I kept saying, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. And there was something wrong with me. And my next episode, I'm really excited to talk about 988, the hotline that is now available, which I needed during my times of despair, crying, rages, breakdowns. You know, when you have um, a fire, police, I mean, a fire um, or an emergency, you call the police, 911. But for the mind, there was nothing. So for me, I suffered and cried in a street corner in the garage. I didn't stop crying. And, you know, my family would say to me, we're going to call the police like it was shameful. And I begged them, please don't, please don't. Now with 988, you dial that. And a crisis counselor is on the other end to talk to you. It's all anonymous. Whether it is, you don't have to be suicidal for to call this line. Whatever you're feeling, it's an emotional crisis hotline. And if need be, they will send a mobile crisis unit. I know times where um, I talk about mental health like the weather. Guys, thank you for listening because I talk about suicidal ideation like it might rain later. But when I had those thoughts, my daughter, she saved me twice. She should not have been the person to come rescue me. I am so grateful, like Santa Claus just bought a present for me that I, it's like I took one for the team. I've already done emotional distress by myself, but now if anybody is feeling it, just call 988 and somebody is there for you. Do not suffer alone, guys, please. I am so passionate. It's because I just... I have lived it, I have felt it, and I don't want anybody thinking that this is the end and they have to suffer alone. You can hear the passion, I'm sorry, the passion in my voice, and it's just remarkable how many people are um, suffering. I have, this past week, I've gotten emails for people for more life coaching. I am, I'm just so grateful. I keep saying the word grateful. We could do a drinking game. Don't, I'm not suggesting it, don't, but don't drink. If you're under 21 or anything, I was just saying I have said this word so much. Anyway, it's going to be a really, really good episode, and I hope you enjoyed listening now. I hope nobody dulls your sparkle, and stay true to yourself, guys. Don't change who you are. Look in the mirror. Love yourself. Do not let anybody burst your bubble, and I am sending everybody so much love, so much peace, and I will see you next week.